Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 14. So we are on episode 14. We went with Ice Cream Man by uh, W. Maxwell Price. I believe the guy's name was. Yep. It's on uh, Image. And this is a uh, kind of a anthology. Yep. A uh, little vignette, uh, four issues long, and it's weird and depressing. It is. It's very uh, unassuming and unexpectedly morbid. Yeah. The art doesn't match necessarily. I'm not, the art's not bad, but it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily match the pace and tone of the writing. No. So it kind of throws you for a loop yeah. a little bit, which was interesting. I think that was intentional. Right, yeah. yeah. It was just interesting how that panned out. And, <laughs> and yeah, well, and the name's Ice Cream Man. And you always hear it in, in fiction or through stories and even real life. I haven't heard real life situations, but like where the Ice Cream Man's a creep. Oh, and okay, yeah. usually Kiddly did, Kitty Diddler or something right. like that. So I kind of had some preconceived notions going in. It's like, oh, this is going to be gross like that. Yeah. Not really. No. <laughs> not, I mean, Ice Cream Man is kind of evil. It, well, but, like, yeah, <laughs> It's four issues long. Little vignettes. First one's about a little boy whose uh, pet spider kills his parents. And he's been living alone for it. Got for like weeks yep. while his parents rotted in their kitchen. In the kitchen. Eating ice cream for dinner, no less. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wondered, like, where's he getting the money from? I don't know. Maybe it's a cash flush household. Yeah, maybe. And dad just has hundreds in his wallet. <laughs> I don't know. There was a scene that I liked towards the end of that story where it showed the spider scampering away on the mm-hmm. sidewalk after it killed a cop and the family and stuff. Right. And I was like, oh, that just felt really wholesome. Yeah, he's just, you know, <laughs> off to kill more people. Yeah. yeah. Living his this, best life. I don't think the spider necessarily is trying to kill people. Oh, no. Like, it's just, I'm a spider. Please and, don't pick me up. And honestly, I mean, it bit the werewolf, too. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Know, it did a good thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> why did the ice cream man turn into a werewolf that we don't even I, revisit later? No, uh, it's it's a... Uh, I don't, there's a lot of just aspects where it's like, oh, and then this happened. And it's like, well, okay. I mean, I guess it, it goes back to the scene in the police station where there's a crazy cat lady with a dead cat. Yes. And uh, you described a werewolf being around and it's what killed her cat. And they, she wants the police to go after the werewolf. And like, Dude, you're so crazy. Turned... Sure, lady. Sure. Yeah. The werewolf. And then it turns out Ice Cream Man was the werewolf. <laughs> Yeah, good little vignettes. Yeah. So the second one was uh, dealing a lot of substance abuse yep. situations. And I thought maybe they're going to try and tie it together. Because throughout the story, stuff happens about substance abuse. We'll go over that. But like, Ice Cream Man basically offers this lady at the end drugs. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to be the best hit of your life. Yep. You can take it and just... Like, it'll be amazing, or you can give it to your strung-out, overdosing, or withdrawing boyfriend mm-hmm. and give him relief for his withdrawals, 
and then she ends up overdosing and dying or no she yeah. does she, she dies. does yeah. he doesn't die mm-hmm. uh she dies from it and part of me thought like maybe they're gonna wrap it bring it back and like ice cream man made the drugs out of spider venom <laughs> spider <laughs> but they didn't it's no. an interesting thought yeah. it was like oh spider venom heroin now that second vignette is probably my favorite out of the four because I really like the narrative tone. Because it's all told from the perspective of that, that junkie girlfriend. Yep. And uh, the way like she kind of repeats herself and and kind of goes through their history together and how, yeah, the, you know, there were issues, but, you know, we always made it through together. Right. Until the very end where she's like, oh, I'm just going to shoot all this up myself. Right. Leaving him to, you know, survive and I assume, like, living with some sort of uh, guilt and dealing with the consequences of, well, a life filled with drugs. Right. Well, I mean, it shows him going to uh, to meetings and, right. and help afterwards. Right. But I, I also like that ending, or not the ending, but her narrative. And like you said, the kind of repeating a little bit, mm-hmm. the neurotic sense and feeling that it gave. Right. Of what I've experienced with drug, ad- drug addicts and how they speak. Yeah, I was like, oh. You you also have experienced drug addiction in your life, whether firsthand or with other people. Right. The, to the writer. It's it's just a I think just a really well written story, and it kind of leaves. Uh, I think the ending kind of leaves a question of okay, so what did the dude decide at the end? I mean, he threw the coin, but I don't know why. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, did you just say fuck it and you're gonna go? dive off the deep end basically right. or was that like a i've finally accepted and moved on type of thing? right i don't think it's the latter i think it's no. him he's probably gonna go get some yeah <laughs> I, I think he's just overwhelmed by you know because he was in that same park where they had that wonderful day or whatever he was reminiscing and he's just overwhelmed by the loss of this lady he loves right and of course, I'm sure he's early in his recovery, so that that pull of the of the addiction is still really strong with him. Oh yeah. So maybe he just decided, yeah, fuck it, one more uh, one more hit or whatever, or just I'm that's my life now, and if I die, I die. Right. That, I mean, it was kind of cute, the drug-addled cuteness. They're in the park doing just very romantic cute things yeah and then, and then like, taking bumps we're gonna, yeah we're gonna hit <laughs> little bumps in the park like ah yeah spiraled out of control yep stole a uh, old lady's uh oxygen tank <laughs> oh that's right yeah i was like oh jesus <laughs> fuck there was, she even uh the lady even says i don't know what i'm gonna go do maybe i'll rob a bank or something yeah and then doesn't no she actually she she ends up taking the ice cream truck. Oh, that's right. Because it yeah. was just like parked out, <laughs> music playing. And then crashes it and kills, yeah. or kills someone or something and then shoots the other one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, these two old couple who, like, the, the dude had, like, back problems and all complaining or whatever. Yep. Yep. And uh, they were supposed to go to the doctors, and while they were in the car arguing with each other, here comes a... Uh, Ice cream, <laughs> ice cream lady <laughs> smashes into the car. Old man dies. Uh, old lady, you know, is by uh, her dead husband crying, and then, and then 
I, <laughs> ice cream woman was like, give me all your money. And then, uh, I don't know if she ever got it, but bang, bang, bang. Right. Yeah. If you're dead now, bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking dark. Was it that issue where the ice cream man had like a morphed kind of demonic face for a panel? Or is it the previous? It was the previous. Oh, yeah, because it was the previous issue where he actually picks up a spider and then turns into a, uh, a ice cream ice cone. Cone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then he has that, like, gnarly teeth-looking yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember which one it was. And also in that one, ah, hell, one of the two, he they made really dumb references to ice cream. <laughs> like, 31 Flavors. Which was a Baskin Robbins yeah. throwback, and then yeah. there was one other one I can't remember now. I was like, that is a little too on the nose. Ice cream man, comic book, with an ice cream man talking right. about thirty-one flavors. <laughs> yeah, it, I think I think it was that first issue because he then starts listing all the different flavors, and then he turns that into. There's a flavor for every type of suffering. Yes. <laughs> and then he says, make no mistake, everyone is suffering. Yes. He's like, mm, <laughs> wraps up the this like just this whole series pretty well. It's like, okay, yeah. Everybody <laughs> you're gonna That's see some is fucking suffering. Yep. Somehow. On some level. And the next one, I thought I was being really clever and picking up on nuances about references to music. Uh-huh. But then they just laid it out in front of you. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, these are references to music, by the way. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't feel clever anymore. <laughs> that was right in your fucking face. <laughs> this is Major Tom. And David Bowie is right there. Yep. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, the yellow submarine. Right. It's yes. literally the yellow submarine. Yes. I was hoping I was super clever for picking up on these things. <laughs> nope, like, nope. Here you are, delivered on a platter. If you don't get it, then you're just really dumb. Or just don't pay attention to... Any music. Yeah. <laughs> Pop culture in general. There were really cool ice cream monsters. They were. The, the drippers? Yes. I think they were called? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this this uh, third story is about this uh, aging dude who used to be like a big rock star. He, he was a one-hit wonder, basically. Yep. And he was moping about how uh, how he only wrote that one hit song in in a diner when uh, the ice cream man comes up and offers him, oh, you want a taste of uh, that life again or something? He's like, I tried hitting, making, oh, what was it? Uh, Rock Around the Clock Part 2. Yeah. Keep on rocking. <laughs> <laughs> so after that encounter with Ice Cream Man, he goes, and, you know, he goes home, starts hearing music from the basement, Goes to the basement, and and enters this weird ice cream land. Yeah, music. ice cream world. <laughs> ice cream world full of music. Yep, uh, inhabited by uh, characters from uh, music, from uh, popular songs throughout the ages. A lot of Beatles references. Yep, and uh, his his mission essentially was to write a hit song to dis- to defeat the ice cream monster. <laughs> This, tell me this doesn't sound like a comic book story that Jack Black would have written. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> it's very silly. Yeah. <laughs> you have to write a second hit in your golden years, essentially, mm-hmm. to fight off this ice cream monster. Yep. 
Conehead even. Did yeah. he call him Conehead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that uh, big statue was an ice cream man, but his head was an ice cream cone. Yes. Like <laughs> vanilla ice cream swirl on top. <laughs> so dumb. I liked it, but it was yeah. so dumb. <laughs> it, it's very, very silly and just surreal. Yep. There was a panel I really liked where there was a lady on a motorcycle driving away from several different flavored ice cream monsters. Mm-hmm. That was a cool piece of art that stood out. It was a Ruby road. Tuesday? Yes. Yeah. Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in the story, he, he does eventually, like, win by, well... From what I can tell, basically playing the exact it's same, same song, song. Right. again. <laughs> and and that's when he kind of like wakes up and realizes he's still in the diner. His life is still the exact same. <laughs> Nothing changed. Yeah. <laughs> so he's still this miserable old man wishing for a, a taste of that glory from his past. I want to know, maybe it's just because of where we live, but where are these diners that you can sit at every day or go to every day and like it does i don't ever hear anyone doing that unless it's yeah. smaller towns you know small town america i mean wouldn't that just be a bar pretty much yeah but but this is a little more wholesome yeah yeah i don't know i don't know anybody who goes goes to a diner like on the regular right well, like in, in his case, or a lot of, uh, I guess, entertainment tropes cases, they go and have their cup of coffee and breakfast like every morning. Right, right. I don't know anyone that does that. No. No. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's like a product of, of like... An earlier time. Earlier time, That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Because it's always older folks that yeah. you hear about it. And in, right. Same in this case. It's an older gentleman. So. Right. And Maybe. now it's like, you know, you got to keep things moving. So we have drive throughs Right. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody. Now I'm going to go get my coffee and my whatever. Right. Well, I guess that's, that's the counterpoint. You do hear people going to Starbucks every morning. Right. Or the sud. Yeah. You know, so. I just, I think part of it is I wish I had a diner really close that I could just go spend every morning at if I we really do. wanted to. We do? Yeah, we do. We have a diner? So, uh, the, yeah, uh, Georgia Diner. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, down yeah. the street. Yeah, I've never been there. I don't know if it's <laughs> probably not. <laughs> With this particular story, it seems to makes me think about the nature of producing music and art and just being creative. Mm-hmm. And it seems to like highlight this this issue where like. So much of uh, well, it's not a complete thought. <laughs> That's fine. Never mind. Well, but but it it does make me think of I don't know what you're going on, but yeah. it, that people sometimes try to make or be creative for not necessarily the right things, and the right thing is subjective because people do shit yeah. for different reasons. But to me, uh, for truly purely creative endeavors like making music. You should make it from a place in your heart, not for fame necessarily. Right. Or not necessarily even for money. 
right. or these other external right. things. Right. It's, it's doing these things because you enjoy doing them rather than doing these things to, to be important somehow. Right. Right. Now, that's not to say you can't try and leverage your creativity into, um, uh, what's the word? I'm a job, uh, career, career. Yeah. yeah. I mean that, but your creative process shouldn't stem from that. Right. I guess is what I'm trying to think. Right. And it, it feels like this, this character within the story is stuck on the fact that he wasn't able to produce another, uh, world famous hit. Right. Right, like he wants to be world famous. Well, you are because you have the hit. Right, but he just, I guess, wants that adrenaline shot again. Right, I don't know. And then the, what was the next one? Uh, that's the funeral. It's the the uh, the dude who um, goes to the funeral of his uh, kind of semi estranged friend. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. yeah the, so this dude, uh, his friend uh, from years ago dies. So well, they had a little falling out. Yeah. Well, not necessarily falling out, but... It's just drifted apart, really. Right, yeah. So he he goes to the funeral, uh, gives a little speech about how... Um, I think those are called eulogies. Yes. Yes. That's the word. <laughs> That's the right word. Gave a death speech <laughs> about his friends. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but it's during the eulogy... Where um, I think you kind of find out that the, the friend essentially killed himself. It was like a suicide. That's, at least that's what I get. I don't recall that. Uh, well, it's because he was talking about, um, you know, friend's a very creative guy, and he he has these spouts of depression. Right. Well, he like it was highs and lows. Like, right. If he was on, it was wonderful, but because he had this, he's this creative person, right. he had his bottom outs. Right. And, I don't know, I just kind of inferred because of that, it was a suicide. Okay, fair enough. Because, I mean, they never mentioned anything about disease or anything. Right. Um, but anyways, uh, after uh, after the eulogy and uh, everybody starts gathering or whatever, dead dude's dad comes up to uh, the main character and, you know, they get to talking. At the funeral. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And after some catching up, you know, they, they decide to head to a bar and... Uh, that's what uh, the main character then just uh, tells uh, the dad that he's thinking about leaving his wife. Right. Like, it's like, dude, you bailed from my friend and mm. your family. My wife's pregnant, and I've been thinking the same shit. Right. And then uh, the dead dude's dad, who, by the way, looks like a grimy porn producer <laughs> who doesn't really produce porn. He's just a... Um, a predator, right, is what he looks like. <laughs> he, he he makes videos. It's just for him, though. Yeah. <laughs> he rips off the actors. And yep. Just a horrible person. I uh, forget what I was saying now. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, they were contemplating bailing. Right. And so, uh, what the the old man tells him? Yeah, he he did the whole he bailed and all that stuff and did the free love thing. The hippie commune. Yeah, and it turns out it wasn't all that, and he felt like he was left with nothing because what he he left his wife and kids because he felt like he was that was trapped. Take, yeah, it was taking over his life. Right. And then it was only afterwards that he realized 
wait. That's all I had. That was that's, the meaning for yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. like what I had to contribute to the world. Right. So he was, you know, telling this to the to the young kid to try to convince him, you know, you got this loving wife, you got a kid coming, like this is what life is about, and you you need to stick to it. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to these scenes of the dead dude getting <laughs> tortured. <laughs> This is a very uh, difficult issue for me to kind of like puzzle piece together. Yeah, yeah, the elements. Like it even says before you do it. Now some, I forget what they said. Some I'll say out of left field disturbing images. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's and that that sequence ends with a song about his dad leaving, like forever. Yeah. yeah. And it's like oh. Do you like the song? Would you like to hear it for a thousand years? It's like this is, I, this I don't, is over my head. Yeah, like I don't, I don't quite understand this, but like it's kind of cool. It is. And then they go dig up the guy so yeah. the dad can, can hug him. hug the dead, yeah, the dead son. Yeah. So it's I don't know, I don't know if you should be doing that, Mister Creepy Porn Star Guy, <laughs> Porn Producer Guy. It's the uh, last tender, <laughs> tender moment with his sweet dead boy. That one's going on the dark web. <laughs> well, yeah. What What did you think of uh, Ice Cream Man overall? I want to read all of the other volumes. I really like yeah. it. It's it's, just, it's really fun and it's, kooky. It's and it's so depressing. Yeah. And I kind of like it. Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> it is. And it's like, it drags you down to like the mud where all all of us are kind of treading every single day. Yep. Except we kind of just like pretend we're not really in the mud. Yeah. We read comic books and then talk about it with our buddies and it's like, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> I'm still here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, okay. So did, did you catch the uh, the... the very last like little bit with the uh, the dude in black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he uh I think that's part of a a larger like overarching plot involving the ice cream man himself. himself? Okay. Yeah, Cuz I've read um several other uh, volumes. Well, I was hoping that that would be the case and yeah. that there's these little vignettes but then the ice cream man has his own kind of not necessarily a detailed story, mm-hmm. but his own arc throughout the whole series. Yeah. Is that kind of the case? Yep. Sweet. And not really a spoiler, but like I get a kind of a, because I don't really know, mm-hmm. but I get a kind of a Cain and Abel vibe off of the two. I, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't know much about because he was just there at the end. I was like, right. what the fuck is this? Right. Now this, I definitely uh, need to read the, the Cowboy in Black. Yeah. But yeah, the, the rest of the, the series, like, it's all fucking fantastic i remember there's one where the entire issue is a palindrome oh no oh it's so <laughs> cool it is so because because like it, it's a little palindrome because like all the panels from the front to the middle is exactly mirrored in the second half and the words itself but they switch meanings uh when you read them backwards okay it's really cool i will come across it it's I think it was, it was impressive for yeah. what it is. Well, it seems like it would be difficult to execute that. Yeah. 
So yeah, that in and of itself, like delivering on it's pretty impressive. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Any other thoughts about Ice Cream Man? Not really. I'm just curious to see uh, what other flavors come in other <laughs> volumes, and then see if there's any meaning behind the chosen flavors. Mm-hmm. That that face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. Okay, yeah. I don't want to spoil it. Fair enough. So, okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a very just like I know something you don't know face <laughs> over there. Got it. <laughs> Read it. It's it's fun. Yep. It's depressing fun. Yep. <laughs> and I was like I've actually read a couple other things by uh, Price. Uh huh. Very good writer. Prince. Prince. God damn it. <laughs> Well, well, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, uh, he's 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 a really good writer, and you guys should check it out. Cool. Uh, the album is Sodom, Genesis XIX. I don't know if I say the Roman numerals as the English letters or the number, so I'm just gonna say Genesis XIX. What about Zix? Zix. There we go. Zixies. <laughs> Genesis Zix. <laughs> Came out in 2020 on Steam Hammer. Mm-hmm. Did you look at the album art for this? I did. It has a shock trooper Jesus on the cover, and I couldn't stop laughing at it. <laughs> it it's it's pretty silly. And for some reason, like it reminds me of it's not Angel of Retribution. It reminds me of a Judas Priest album cover, like a re- a more recent Judas Priest album cover. Okay. Yeah. Is it Angel of Retribution? It's a very so. similar vignette. Yeah. I think it might be... That's not the right word, but whatever. Well, whatever. Yeah. It's a lot of reds and uh, and uh, uh, armor and fire. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, that looks like a Judas Priest album cover from like maybe last year or two years ago. Yeah. Like if they put it on an album, which I don't think they did. Well, Firepower is the yeah. last one, I think. Okay. Um. I like the color usage in it. It yep. just shock trooper Jesus is ridiculous. <laughs> it kind of reminded me a little bit of the Jesus on the inside of the BLS. Oh uh, yeah, album. It, yeah, it, it, that one's literally Jesus crucified, but he has big machine guns. Yeah, and the, like a gas mask. Or yeah, something. yeah. So, yeah. Okay, <laughs> it's just interesting. So, okay. But this is definitely sounds like Sodom, mm-hmm. but it sounds like an old age Sodom, and their guitar licks are slower. They don't sound nearly as angry. No. It's just, we're putting out an album, yeah. and we're going to try and play thrash, mm-hmm. but we're old, so it's slower thrash. Right. It'll, it definitely has a mid, kind of a mid-paced feel to it. So, I mean, there's some parts that are, you know, fast enough. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was a solid effort, but definitely not their best. No, and it's so long. Yeah. Like, for how uninteresting most of the songs are, there's too many of them. Yeah. I mean, like, I I found myself kind of zoning out a lot. Me too. I had to listen to it a couple times more than I usually do. Yeah. And there's, there's just some, like, really goofy sounding riffs on this album. Well, like, really goofy, goofy. Yeah, sounding riffs and also lyrics and song titles. Oh, yeah. Let me point out <laughs> to you the great masterpiece called Glock and Roll. Glock and Roll. <laughs> yeah. 
But I mean, seriously though, you go back and listen to to what I consider the really good stuff. You know, the uh, persecution mania or the um, uh, fucking other shit I can't think of, and I'm sounding like an idiot right now. <laughs> I was listening to Asian Orange earlier today. Yeah, I was like, this, yeah, like this, this autumn. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's just well, even Agent Orange, it's like a progression. Yeah. Because the earlier stuff is just insanely fast, kind of sloppy most of the time. Yeah. And then Agent Orange is how they when they learned to write songs, right? Basically, and then. It just slowly, they got slower. Yeah. And, well, okay. Back to the uh, the, the song name stuff. I want to just bring up uh, Waldo and Pigpen. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's a real thing. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but the only thing I could think of is lanky dude in a white and red sweater <laughs> and the dude from Peanuts. Yes. <laughs> It's like, like, where's Waldo? He's right there. Yeah. This fucking pig thing. Can't you see the dust cloud? Yeah, like... exactly. Come on. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I know it was, it was a real thing, <laughs> but I'm sorry. That's the first thing that pops into my head, and I can't take it seriously. <laughs> no. Well, no, you can't. No. And there's no reason to. Yes, <laughs> Waldo. Yeah. And pig yeah. So the production on this album was another kind of a issue i had it is sound a little too clean i was about to say the same it's overproduced yeah i know that it doesn't mean anything to anyone you said it way better than it's too clean yeah like stop it, it. like it needs it's thrash it needs some dirt to it it does just put on the fucking evangelist bring in... filter bring in pig pen <laughs> bring in pig pen where's pig pen <laughs> he would have dirtied this album right up <laughs> yep Um, but that said, you know, I, I do think there were still, like, solid riffs just kind of sprinkled throughout the yep. album. Yep. Uh, the la- their last song, I think it was called Friendly Fire. I thought that was a solid kind of, like, yeah. mid-pacey thrash, thrash song. Title track was just fucking too long, man. It was. It started out cool. Yeah. Uh, like, there was double bass and an awesome guitar shit happening, and then it kind of stopped and they did the same thing for musically that was boring yeah what happened you started off so strong right for like 10 seconds (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know it's i guess maybe maybe people just kind of run out of ideas they've been doing it for decades yeah and it i mean it doesn't completely blow balls no like it's not other awful. thrash bands putting yeah. out new stuff yeah so kudos to them for still sounding like them right like it's still sodom yeah definitely mm-hmm. they're just old and tired yeah how old are they now uh i don't know old <laughs> <laughs> So I would assume when they were putting stuff out in the 80s, right. late 80s and stuff, they had to have been at least teenagers. Right. Maybe a little bit older. Right. So then math. And that was, that was 10 years ago. 1980s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I mean, they've got to be, I'll say 50s. 50s? 
is my guts. And if they're not 50s, they've probably lived a lifestyle that makes them 60s. <laughs> I mean, they're German. Yeah. Yeah. And they're in a thrash band, a, a larger German thrash band. Right. That's a lot of beer and sausage. That that's that'll age you. Yeah. And it's not like they don't play. They just don't play the states. Right. Right. <laughs> well, overall, like, if they cut out half the album, they could have two albums. Yeah. Of mediocrity, and that'd be fine. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be as as much of a. I I don't I wouldn't have felt like I wasted as much time. I guess. Fair. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's worth checking out. No, no. No, you know what? No. I'm going to say it. Yeah, you don't need to listen to it. No, there's better stuff to listen to by them. Yeah. I'm still trying to think of album titles, and I fucking brain farting big time. In the Sign of Evil? Is that the EP before Obsessed by Cruelty? I have no fucking idea, man. I think it's In the Sign Under the... No, because Under the Sign is Bathory. I don't fucking know. We're, we don't listen yeah. to metal. We no, don't know what we we're don't. talking about. No. Don't listen to us either. I mean, like, look. You listen guys, to us, but don't take our advice. You guys should know already, like, going to this, th- this is the dingus and dongus debacle. <laughs> it's very evident that we have no idea what the fuck we're talking about. We're just two idiots sitting in our PJs <laughs> talking at a phone. <laughs> Trying desperately to make sure, like, cats don't make a lot of noise. Exactly. And that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, read Ice Cream Man. Don't listen to Sodom. No, do listen to Sodom. Oh, well, do listen to Sodom. Don't listen to Genesis 6. Zix. Zix. Genesis 6? Genesis 6. Nix the Zix. Nix the Zix. <laughs> That's what you get, folks. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's, that's the intro yeah. that's the intro <laughs> <laughs>